Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Happy Christmas to you all. It is Christmas Eve in the studio. Uh, The gun range and store closes at 4 today, and we are closed tomorrow for Christmas Day for my staff and family and friends and everybody else. I just want to say ho, 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 ho. Ho, Merry Christmas and Feliz Navidad y Prospero Año Nuevo to all my Latino listeners out there. Uh, this week at the range has been phenomenal and next week will continue to be phenomenal because it's like reunion time. So many people are coming in and they're bringing their kids that are home from school or they haven't been in a while. Uh, I just love it. I've had people coming from Tom's River and people coming down from Monroe, New Jersey, who have never been to the range who listen to our show, Sandy. And they've been stopping by and I've been having a a good time, you know, uh, connecting and reconnecting with so many people. I I, I love our community and and I hate our community. We all know that, you know, because of the the haters out there. But but overall, I'll go 97 percent. I love our community. And uh, please, everybody, be safe and careful out there. I'm going to be discussing a bunch of uh, safety tips later if I have time. Um, I have an announcement to make that the AG's office and the state police issued a memorandum. I don't consider this a victory because there's so many uh, restrictions and so many lawsuits flying right now. But we had a paradox here where uh, people that had to requalify under the CARE program are people that just going to have to requalify next year. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, and we had discussed this before, but uh, the NRA rules uh, say when you're teaching somebody, if they're pregnant or breastfeeding, they can't handle a firearm because of the particulates in the air and the concussion yep. of a firearm, right? Yep. Every, I always talk, I've talked about this before. It's in yes. my book, too. It's in Crime Proof. But, you know, if you had a glass of water in the range and you're shooting a two two three, you're going to mm. see that, that water, you know, vibrate. Well, what's going to happen to an embryo of an unborn, um, unborn child, right? So and you can the, feel that concussion when you walk through that double door. Correct. And New Jersey PTC guidelines for in-service law enforcement officers, they have to qualify every six months, no ifs, ands, or buts, under PTC guidelines or they can't carry their gun on duty. Well, if you have, I've known this for years, a female officer, if they're pregnant or breastfeeding and they can't qualify, their gun is taken away from them and they're given a desk detail until they're eligible to qualify again. Mm. So the, the, the state police and the AG's office became aware of this through, you know, Dan Schmutter and uh, they issued a memorandum. And again, it's nothing to be victorious about, but it's good that if a woman is pregnant or breastfeeding, she is exempt from qualifying until she can safely handle a firearm. This is considered a temporary disability, okay, to protect the health of their unborn fetus or child, all right? They use the word persons here. I'm using the word female. <laughs> a female can get pregnant because a person can't get pregnant. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to acquiesce to this, this lunacy, okay? So if you're an existing permit holder, 
If the individual obtained the permit to carry prior to July 1, 2023, that is not scheduled to expire until December 22, 2023, the individual must submit the foregoing prior to January 15, 2024. If properly submitted, the permit shall remain valid for the duration. They just need a doctor's note, okay? And it's if, if it's a renewal, if the individual is seeking to renew a permit to carry previously received, the individual must submit the foregoing along with their renewal application. So, you know, you don't want to discriminate against pregnant persons, right, or breastfeeding persons. So, listen, any guys out there that want to come out and say they're breastfeeding and they want an exemption, I want to watch that case. This should be fun. Well, this is uh, New Jersey, so that'll probably fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just having a little Christmas Eve coffee. No coquito and no eggnog, ladies and gentlemen. Believe <laughs> I can't stand eggnog anyway. Uh, I really can't. Listen, we still have it's a tons. Little snotty. You know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I don't like buttermilk or anything. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't like cream sauces. So uh, you don't like cream sauces, huh? No, I don't like. There's not a cream sauce out there that I like. Christ, I've uh, known you for like forever, and I never knew that. Yeah, I don't like cream sauces. Oh, okay. I just, I don't like heavy stuff like that. Uh, Listen to me. Uh, we still have tons of Fourth Amendment bag tags, so come down and get some. Uh, we still have some titanium memberships ready. Uh, our final pickup was done for Toys for Tots uh, yesterday. The gunny came and got like six more boxes. William, I don't know if I'm murdering your name. Sandy, his last name is M-Y-R-E. What would you, how would you pronounce? William Meyer? Meyer, yeah. William Meyer. He dropped off a massive amount of Toys for Tots. He was the last donation. Wow. I mean, holy moly. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, blown away. Uh, it, I've talked about Pietro Calderi a, a couple of times. Uh, he owns uh, Song e Napoli in um, Rutherford and three uh, in Manhattan. S-O-N-G, letter E, Napule. He's on the quarantine crawl, the standstrong.biz. He comes in with his lovely wife the other day, who's probably in labor as we're as we're taping the show right now. God bless. He knows I like to drink Negronis because I ordered them the last time I was at his restaurant. Sandy had an oak cask made that says uh, my name on it and Negroni and tip of the spear. And he hand blended like five quarts of Negroni. Oh, my God. And he aged them in a cask with oranges and everything wow. and bottled them and gave me a decanter and four uh, rocks glasses that say we the people on them. He brought this whole massive thing as a gift for me. I'm totally, totally, totally blown away. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Just I'm, I'm totally blown away. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pietro. Uh, when After the holidays calm down, the wife and I will be back there to eat. They're on Park Avenue, Rutherford. They have a bar, too. Sandy, one of the best Neapolitan pizzas I've ever had in my entire life. When you come back to visit, you have to go there. And the portions are European-sized portions. So you can go and have like four or five dishes with a friend or your wife and enjoy them all. It's not like your corner pizzeria in America where you get a pound and a half of ziti yeah. uh, for your meal. Right. You know, And a half a loaf of Italian bread. The food is phenomenal. So... Let's talk about what's going on um, in this third world country. We had a massive amount of rain in northern New Jersey, and we still have parts of New Jersey that are flooded. Wow. Thousands of people lost their cars in Wayne, New Jersey, in Hoboken, in Little Falls and everything. How is it that this flooding is still occurring 50 years after <laughs> it started to occur? Because they just our take third, tax dollars and don't do shit with them. That's why. Because our third tier asses living in our third world country, yeah. we give all of our money to foreign countries yeah. 
instead of letting them hate us for free. Our politicians spend all of the damn money, and they don't build and improve our infrastructure in this country. If you do not think we are a crumbling third world country, you are sadly mistaken. It's happening right before your eyes. We are no longer that shiny city on a hill that people used to envision in this country. We are third world, third tier status now. You know, a good exercise would be to take out a sheet of paper and make a list of all the countries that tax the crap out of their citizens and then give the money to the United States. Yeah, that would be zero. Yeah, that would be zero. That would be zero. And, you know, the left is always telling us that they're breaking all the rules of a democracy to save democracy, right? (laughs) And uh, listen, I hate both sides equally, but for... There was a seven-judge opinion, Colorado Supreme Court, and four, obviously, crazy lefties without due process, without a trial, decided that Trump is not fit to be on the ballot. The last time the Democratic Party decided someone was not fit to be on the ballot and they removed him, his name was Abraham Lincoln, and a year later we went into a full civil war. Right. History does repeat itself. Yes, it does. Rather than just let Trump go on the ballot and let the voters decide. Now, of course, California and Maine and and like eight other states now are jumping on the bandwagon. They're going to try to remove him off of the primary ballot or whatever. Every time they do this, he goes up in the polls. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's amazing how the left really goes and and worries at Donald Trump and whatever side the republicans are on if they are today this week yeah well they're on the side of like monsanto and black pretty, pretty much yeah yeah well actually blackrock and monsanto are on the side of the democrats because they're huge businesses i believe blackrock and monsanto are on the side of themselves yes so that's and whatever true. party is doing their bidding that's <laughs> yes, the party exactly yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be that way forever Yes, yes. And so uh, these judges decided that Trump can't be on the ballot, so they went full socialist. And uh, again, banana republic. And yep. who are, and and we're always out there pointing fingers to other countries, like they're violating democracy, they're violating right. their voters' rights. Holy shit, pot kettle black! Oh my god, it's crazy. Listen, just let Trump run his course. If you just give Trump the public platform, he'll burn himself out anyway. <laughs> exactly. Just, just you know, it's um, unbelievable. It's like a banana republic, and you talk about a, a dictatorship. Republic. This whole administration is a dictatorship. They're doing everything that a dictator does, including trying to take your guns away. Trying to take our guns away. It's amazing. And meanwhile, they should be focusing on real issues, right? Now, we just found out that a few weeks ago we had this mass shooter in Maine that killed 18 people. Yeah. Right? Did you know law enforcement was watching him? All right, this this was just released, Portland, Maine. But the Maine police feared that confronting the Army reservists in the weeks before he killed 18 people in the mass shooting would be like throwing a stick of dynamite into a puddle of gas. Okay, the police department knew him. He was uh, he was he was under the main yellow flag law. They knew he had guns and everything, but they were reluctant to lock him up or take his guns away because they were afraid of what would happen when they do it. 
So they let him keep everything until he went full crazy and he killed 18 people yeah. and then shot himself, self-inflicted uh, gunshot wound. Okay, So they knew. But yet they didn't act on it. These are the people that are supposed to be serving and protecting us mm. with the guns. Right. They have their own guns to protect themselves and their family. And they're like, oh, no, we're going. We're not going to go exercise that yellow flag. He's crazy. Yeah. He's well, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kill him when he goes postal. Yeah. Wait a minute. He's crazy. Maybe we should have mm. exercised that warrant. Right. And then we get another win. We got another win in California, ladies and gentlemen. A federal judge blocks California law that would have banned carrying firearms in most sensitive and public places, similar to the Maryland one, similar to the New York one, similar to the New Jersey one, now similar to the California one, and similar to the Illinois one. Everybody picking up a trend here? We all know, they all know they are going to lose this when it gets to the Supremes, right? But yet they just keep doing it. They just keep doing it over and over and over again. And of course, Gavin Newsom comes out and calls the judge a tyrant because he's endangering people by allowing law-abiding citizens to carry their concealed law-abiding gun in law-abiding places. Because it's that's the problem, not the criminals in California. Meanwhile, California was number one again this year. The most people moved out of California into red states. 385,000 tax-paying, law-abiding citizens moved their asses out of California to bring their money and their income to another state. Nothing to see here, ladies and gentlemen. Move along. Nothing to see here, right? right? Banana Republic. The problem is all of those people that are moving out of California are being replaced by the migrants that are coming in. Yep. Quarter of a million a month that we know about. That we know about, yeah. Quarter of a million. And it's all military-age men. I see no women and no children crossing the border. They're leaving the women and children behind, but that's okay because our federal government will cut them fat checks to those countries to support those women and children that do not have income-producing men there anymore. And the income-producing men that move here won't have to work because they'll go right on the hind teat of the government dole. We are seeing a mass transformation of our country before us that is unprecedented yep. and the, the republicans aren't calling this out loudly either because no. they're also on the dole of the big companies that are allowing this to happen and the u.s chamber of commerce and uh -huh. else wants cheap labor and unfortunately you know everybody complains from well so look at it from my side too everybody moans and groans that they want total health coverage from cradle to grave and we could have had that every single year just with the money we shipped to the Ukraine this year. We could uh -huh. pay for every single man, woman, and child for all of their health care for the rest of their lives by cutting out all this free money we give to everybody else and to protect their borders, to protect their health, to protect their pensions. And yet the money's still confiscated from us citizens under um, the barrel of a gun when you stop and think about it. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, a great article in Town Hall by Betsy McCaukey, uh, the profiteering migrant industrial complex. Remember, all of these charities that, that sponsor these migrants, they get money from the government. Damn right. And very little trickles down to the migrants, but they get they get money to house them and everything. And she wrote this article because, you know, Mayor Adams now is uh, making extremely painful cuts to New York City services, mostly like law enforcement and infrastructure. 
Okay. But meanwhile, the migrants complained the prepared meals delivered to them three times a day, including (laughs) chicken alfredo, beach enchiladas, and special halal meals for Muslims aren't to their liking or aren't hot enough, so they're throwing the food away. Okay. (laughs) Taxpayers. Yes, pa- taxpayers are paying ripoff prices for these meals, eaten or not. Oh, yeah. The only winners are the ever-expanding migrant industrial complex, the advocates posing as do-gooders while they profiteer off of a crisis, okay? DocGo, a company with a no-big contract to shelter and care for migrants, is allowed to bill the city up to $11 per meal or $33 per day per migrant. That adds up to $4,000 a month for a migrant family of four. Sandy, and my parents get eighteen hundred dollars a right. month Social Security. Exactly, exactly right. That's exactly what I was going to say. And you know, you, a lot mm. of these places that uh, are run by by uh, you know, like the Meals on Wheels things, they get up to like twenty two, twenty three, thirty dollars to deliver Meals on Wheels, which is basically two slices of friggin' white bread and a and a and a piece of bologna. And uh, some of the worst crap in the world, and we're paying as tax taxpayers, thirty three bucks for crap like that. But Correct. At least, at least, they were tax paying citizens. We spend three hundred and ninety four dollars a day to shelter and feed a migrant, compared to two hundred and fifty dollars a day to shelter and feed a homeless New Yorker. How do you like that? Ain't that great. Okay. Migrants complain about the rotten food and the housing, et cetera, et cetera. But there's all of these non-for-profits, children's community services and core and everything else. They're billing the city. And they're not-for-profits, but the CEOs all make tens of millions of dollars. That that is – I've seen that business from the inside out. And let me tell you, you want to make a ton of freaking money, open up a non-profit. Yep. You know, it's so it's basically always follow the money. Right. So that's why the floodgates are open. And meanwhile, our veterans and our seniors and our the mental people, you know, mentally um, people with mental problems in this country and the homeless on the street, we, we treat them like crap. Our veterans, first and foremost, you know. Like, listen, I donate to Tunnels for Towers, and I donate Canines for Warriors as my number one chari- chari- charity. But listen, we shouldn't we shouldn't have charities for veterans. Our veterans, who especially who are, who are, have been handicapped and lost limbs, they shouldn't want for anything. All right, and right. and it's such bullshit that we have to raise money uh, to to get a service dog for a veteran, or we have to raise money, you know, independently for uh, you know to have a house that's barrier free for someone that came home that lost their legs for a senseless war, because all wars are bankers' wars. You think the bankers? We should vig BlackRock ten percent a year of their trillions that they make to pay for all the veteran stuff. Meanwhile, these greedy robber barons are all building their four hundred million dollar houses on, in Hawaii and stuff. And we have veterans that can't get in and out of their house or spend time with their children. It's anyway, rant over. Sorry, sorry. Um, this was a good article, Sandy. Let's switch back uh, to to New Jersey. Um, uh, New Jersey focuses on gun deaths as tobacco-related deaths kill 12,000 people annually in the state of New Jersey. And this was the Sure News Network. They always write good articles, all right? Last year, 12,000 New Jerseyans died from the effects of cigarette smoking and second 
secondhand smoke, heart disease, cancer, lung disease, and everything. And last year, 459 people were killed uh, by the gun in New Jersey, but most of it was crime-on-crime gun, gang-on-gang gun. Gang-on-gang. Okay? So you're probably talking maybe 30 people as opposed to 12,000 legitimately killed but that's all they focus on is the gun the gun the gun and you know again all taxation is theft but sin tax doesn't hurt, doesn't help you could raise the price of cigarettes to thirty dollars a pack you could have raised the tax on cigars ten thousand percent when i smoke cigars i would have bought them mm. sorry uh i just can't help it i went to a uh, a fundraiser the other night uh, a police thing and I, I i could not believe how universal the law enforcement uh, community in our state all know 100% how much Murphy and Plackin hate and loathe the entire law enforcement community in this state and how they love the criminal community in this state. And there's no love lost. But the first thing I was saying to these cops was, your unions voted Murphy back in. <laughs> All right. Because right. you because you didn't want to lose right. whatever you, you have yeah, financially. Exactly. So you have a leader that hates you, that right. doesn't defend you, that constantly looks to attack you. Whenever there's a police involved shooting, the first thing the AG does is send investigators in to find out what the cop did wrong. Right. OK, this is the person that you the administration that you voted in. And don't say we didn't warn you. Correct. Over and over and over and over and over again. Meanwhile, our AG has an armed security detail, two Chevy Suburbans that drive him around. Our, our governor has three Suburbans and his wife has details. You know, again, they're all on the hind teat as well. But it's just crazy, crazy, crazy that this is what we deal with. And they know that they're hated and they know that they're exposed by having a guy like this as their boss, right. as the attorney general, the highest level right. law enforcement officer in the state literally hates law enforcement. Right. Exactly. Lou Maffi sent me this, Sandy. You're going to love this. This is where our country's going. I, I love this. There's nothing like karma. An armed robbery in Colorado turned awry for the alleged perpetrators when police said someone stole their getaway car in the middle of a heist. <laughs> That's perfect. I love this. Three masked and armed individuals robbed the check cashing service in Commerce City Saturday. When they ran out of the check cashing place, they had left the getaway vehicle running in front of the place. It was gone. <laughs> Two of the three were apprehended. One criminal is still on the loose. That's I love good. this shit. I love it. Imagine they came outside. And, oh, my God. Live by the sword, die by the sword. That's great. You should have left somebody behind. Stay behind the wheel and protect the getaway car. I love it. I love it. I love it. Meanwhile, uh, in Jersey City, Fulop is running as he wants to be the next governor of New Jersey. And McGreevy is running to be the next uh, mayor of Jersey City. They just all move around like chess pieces, right? Right. Not like checkers pieces. So they all they all move around. But uh, Jersey City's Phillips camp is campaigning as a gun grabber. This week, he released a public safety and criminal justice plan as part of his Fix It New Jersey gubernatorial campaign. Okay. 
He wrote, the policy includes an adjustment age for firearms purchases. Hmm. That means no more 18. It'll be 21. A commitment to implementing a proper civilian review board. That means he's going to screw cops. Restructuring of public defenders. That means he's going to be releasing more people to the street. Alternative sentencing. That's a great play on words, huh? Alternative sentencing. Mm. Instead of a smack on the right hand, you're going to get a smack on the left hand and release. That's alternative sentencing. Reinforcement of bail reform. We already have everybody gets released out of the street except the most violent criminals. So reinforcement of bail reform. Closing of youth prisons. So we're going to put them back out on the streets. And many other initiatives that you can read here, which I followed on. So basically everything is anti-cop, anti-gun. And uh, he'll probably become our next governor. It's going to be funny. Him and Steve Sweeney are going to battle it out. If either one of them make it, uh, it'll be interesting to see where it's going to go. Sweeney definitely has more broad political hooks and more favors out there with the Norcrosses and the old Atabato regime in North Jersey. I guess that would be uh, the Vincenzo regime now up in uh, North Jersey. So we'll see because they decide who is going to be the next governor. We don't we don't get to decide who's going to be the next governor. No. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see uh, where this is headed because uh, it's unbelievable that we're at <laughs> we're at this point. But yeah, full up is horrible, and uh, I don't think. He is going to see uh, the, the the nomination. I believe Sweeney is going to get the no- nomination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yes. But uh, um, I can't stand them both. But uh, we'll see what's going. The Republican side. I don't know yet who's going to be on the Republican side. I'm well, surprised. Why would Christy, it matter? I'm surprised Christie Christie doesn't come back. Yeah. Uh, you know, we could use him again because he's running for president under the campaign of I hate Donald Trump. Yeah. Therefore, you should vote for me. Right, exactly. uh, interest. Very, very interesting. I, I love don't cheeseburgers and I hate Donald Trump. That's yeah. I just everything is anti-Trump. I would like to see Trump in another few years. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it would be quite interesting Four more years of Trump uh, because I think he might have wised up slightly on talking to the media and, and stuff. And I, I just think it would be a little fun. You know, his biggest problem is the people he surrounded himself with and the people. But, he but Sandy, he, 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 he can't have anybody. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Uh, he can't he can't have anybody because he doesn't really listen to anybody. Right. He 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 beats to his own drum. So yeah, he's, he's not going to listen to anybody. Sycophants and yes, man. And, you know. Yeah. So, OK, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll, Christie you know, was we'll, a big supporter of Trump uh, back in the day, wasn't he? Yeah, it's amazing how that shit mm. changed, right? It's amazing Fact how bastard. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so are we halfway yet? Well, we're pretty close. We might as well just. Take I'll, take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Let me do some housekeeping. So uh, let's see what we got here. So MYTAC Defense, obviously, MYTACDefense.com. Peter Tillum, I need more brochures. MYTACDefense.com. Use code word gun for hire, one word, for 15% off your monthly membership. If you live in the 49 other states, you need U.S. Law Shield. Use one word, code word gun for hire, for your code, please. 
if you're looking for a, a gift for a new gun owner, somebody bought a new gun for Christmas, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. Obviously, my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Uh, my doctor, <clears throat> Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joe Sambatero. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competitions, lakeis.org. Zen Float Center on Park Avenue in Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. Tell Sharon Decker I said hello. Uh, John Zeller from Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County drove all the way up here uh, from his place uh, to give me a Christmas gift. He gave me an envelope. There better be cash in it. Uh, I didn't open it yet. It's Christmas Eve. I will open it tomorrow, Christmas Day. Thank you very much for your thoughtfulness, John. You can get uh, decoding firearms and you can get crime proof at Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County. He's our preferred uh, vendor, dealer, gun dealer in Monmouth County, obviously. So uh, go and check them out. It was interesting because when John was up here, BS and customers were walking in. I was introducing him to John and they're like, oh, I've been to your place. Oh, oh I heard about you on Gun for Hire Radio. So I, I love the unity, which leads me to standstrong.biz. We're at 450 businesses, products, and services now. Um, Seashell Golf Carts in Naples, Florida, that did my golf cart. Sandy uh, uh, did a phenomenal job. I saw a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every day more and more businesses are lining up for StandStrong.biz. You should be going on that portal and before you spend a dollar of your money. Don't forget to support News2A.com, N-E-W-S, Number two, letter A dot com. Uh, Grant and uh, Sean, they uh, they could use your support. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, don't forget, uh, John Acapinti is hosting the Friends of the NRA dinner, which is going to be October 2nd at the Tides Estate in North Halden. You can email him, fod1 at optonline.net, fod1 at optonline.net. Everybody that's on standstrong.biz should be donating a business product or service gift certificate. If you have any other ideas that you want to donate, you want to donate a lesson, you want whatever, gun people out there, whatever you want. I don't care if you have a florist if you have ladies makeup business oh excuse me persons makeup business because every you know yeah my new eyeliner i find that runs when i when i weep so i'm trying to find something that doesn't uh but any everybody out there should be reaching out to john to support the uh the friends of the nra dinner we're going to make it a gangbuster record-breaking 500 people tons of donations uh type of dinner out there sandy 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 got a letter from a friend of yours anthony yeah. i i hope this finds you and yours well during the christmas season my cousin dean enquist had told uh, me that he is making the leap into gun ownership nice. of course i told him to get over to gun for hire and seek you out you may recognize him as he was present at some of the episodes we did in your studio. I also gave you a plug on Armed American Radio last Thursday regarding the same topic. Many people sent me that clip, Doc, from Armed American Radio. I know that you and your people will help him in his journey to gun ownership. The best. John Edine, MD, from drgo.us. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners.us. Everybody out there, go on that site, drgo.us. Now, I want to talk to you. And if you're in the medical profession, please join. 
Yes, I want to talk to you uh, because they have a boilerplate on there on what to do if your doctor asks you about guns. Oh, and I'm yeah, going to spend a minute, yeah. and I'm going to read some of the topics for you out there. He goes, healthcare professionals misusing their patients' trust to push a political agenda of gun control is called an ethical boundary violation. You may encounter the question in your health plan standard health appraisal questionnaire, even though it may not be your doctor's making. Your doctor may not like, may very likely just be going along with the guidelines of his or her gun-hating medical organization, such as the AAP or the ACP. It's still part of your permanent medical record. Or your doctor may have a personal prejudice against gun ownership shaped by his or her training in medical school or residency. Either way, it is important for people to know some important facts. One, doctors receive absolutely no training about firearm safety, mechanics, or tactics in medical school or residency. They are completely unqualified by their training to advise anyone about guns. Two, gun ownership is a civil right. A doctor's abuse of this position of trust to pressure you to give up that civil right is professionally and morally wrong. In some states, it is illegal. You do not have to tolerate it. Three, you as a consumer have great power in the doctor-patient relationship. Do not be afraid to use it. This does not include cases where a doctor casually talks to you about guns out of common interest you may both have. So what can you do when your doctor or your health care plan starts asking you about guns in your home? There are a range of options available to you. Okay, number one. Politely refuse to answer the doctor's question or the health plan's questionnaire item about guns. You can either explain your discomfort with the question or decline to give an answer altogether. Two, if the gun question appears on your health plan's routine health assessment questionnaire, file a formal written complaint with the health plan. Every health plan has a member complaint process, often prescribed by law. Your complaint will be registered and the health plan will respond. Three, if the health plan responds with the excuse that their questionnaire about your guns are standard medical practice that you must follow, you can take the complaint to the next step. File a written complaint with your state agency that regulates health plans. In California, you would file the complaint procedure on the Department of Managed Healthcare website. Number four, if your doctor persists in asking intrusive questions about guns in your home, you can also file complaints specifically against him or her with your health plan. Such complaints are taken seriously, and the doctor will be called to account for it. Having one or more complaints about ethical boundary violations on her record will make her think twice about doing it again. Number five, internet consumer rating sites have created another way doctors can be publicly rated on the basis of service, attitude, and behavior. Some common rating sites are Yelp.com, HealthcareGrades.com, Vitals.com, and RateMDs.com. Number six, <clears throat> increasingly doctors pay from Medicare and insurance companies is tied to how they score on patient satisfaction surveys. These are often sent randomly to patients, but you can request one to fill out. You can have a powerful impact on a doctor's conduct by reporting the doctor's unethical questioning about your guns. Seven, if the doctor's conduct is specifically offensive, 
you have the right to submit a complaint to the doctor's licensing board. This is an agency in your state government that holds the ultimate power of licensure over the doctor. A quick internet search for medical board in your state should take you to the official form of filing complaint. This is a step that should not be taken lightly. Remember, when writing your complaint, to be polite. Explain why you find the doctor or health plan's behavior unacceptable. Include the powerful points we've discussed. One, your doctor is professionally unqualified to give expert advice on firearms. Two, your right to own firearms is a civil right that is none of your doctor's business. Three, a doctor misusing his or her authority and trust to push a political agenda of gun control is an ethical boundary violation. Such unprofessional conduct is not acceptable. Your right to own a firearm is enshrined in the Constitution. Don't let any doctor or health plan intimidate you into giving up your gun rights. DRGO also has a list of firearm-friendly doctors listed on that site. Sandy, I want to punt to you now as a medical professional on your opinion on everything I just read verbatim off of their site. Absolutely spot on. It's one of the best, uh, it's one of the best uh, tactics that you can use uh, to protect yourself, you know, from this overreach. It's absolutely ridiculous that this doesn't belong in the practice of medicine at all. Uh, John and I have had numerous discussions about how the public health system is being used to disarm Americans and has been since the 1970s. And it's just wrong. You know, it's just an, another overreach. Uh, and, it, and honestly, it's not the doctor's fault. In, in many cases, most cases, it's not the doctor's fault. It's <coughs> just an education um, indoctrination that happens. And they just fall in line. I mean, they're there to practice medicine, keep you healthy, and many times keep you alive. And they're not really worried about anything else that goes on. It's just, just another bother, and they, they yield to whatever pressure. I get this question all the time from people. I, I went to my, my kid's doctor, my pediatrician, and they asked that question. And I say, drgo.us. Go to drgo.us, and every the, what I just read off it, you know, we do this like once a year. I read all of this off, but Dr. Dean, uh, he, he spurred me on to think of it again. And uh, the answers are right there for you. And, uh, you know, you can answer right back to the doctor. So, doctor, are you a firearm specialist? Do you have a degree in that? Does your malpractice insurance cover you for asking me this yeah, question? Right. And so turn the question back into a question. Exactly. And that, that's what you should do. It usually just shuts it right down. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I'm not answering it. Like, I don't even like this. What, what do you identify as? Why well, put, you got to, anyway, you should see what I put down in the doctor's office. The girls laugh. <laughs> Yeah. The last time I put, when I went to the, uh, I put, they asked me, what what do you identify as? I put asshole. But I use dollar signs for the the two S's. That's And and the girls thought thought it was hysterical. Um, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm the patient. It's my money. I'm the customer. Right. All right. Remember that. And there's other options out there, as they right. say on the GR, the RGO site. You're the customer. Right. I don't have to tolerate this shit. That's right. And I'll go on and again, but you want to be professional. You don't want to slam them. 
with the negative no, reviews. Just no. use their use their guidelines and say, doctor asked me unethical questions. Leave it open like that. Yeah. Other readers are going to go, oh, shit, what, question, what unethical questions did right. he ask? You know right. what I mean? You know, so what size butt plug are you up to? <laughs> okay. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it's going to be. That may be ethical in certain situations. I uh, yeah, in San Francisco. Anyway, all right. Let me change the subject. Uh, this was an email from uh, one of our supporters. Hi, Ant. It's been a while, but I want to reach out to you about an organization called Project Refit. R E F I T. They do great work for first responders and veterans, and I have supported them and have been privy to the work they do for veterans firsthand. That said, I want to ask if you can look into it yourself, and maybe you guys can plug them on Gun For Hire Radio. Well, I'm doing it right now. Everybody look up Project uh, Refit.com. They, they, they get donations and clothing and socks for homeless vets. Again, we have to do this because, uh, you know, it's Project Refit.us, by the way. We have to do this because our government just abandons everybody. Any taxpaying, law-abiding citizen gets abandoned. Great news. We got our first email from Exit 2 on the Turnpike. Gun for Hire Gold member Fred Kuhn. I was driving back to, to, to from PA today and stopped at a rest stop right after the Delaware Water Gap. Uh, oh, oh, no, that's wrong, wrong email. Sorry. Uh, today received notice that my Maryland permit was approved and I have to wait for my license to uh, in the mail to carry. I applied the evening of the class 11-223, 36 days ago. Thank you again for all the training. It is appreciated. Fred from Exit 2 was our first student to receive their Maryland non-resident carry permit and it was 30 days, door, 36 days door to door. Not nice. bad, right? Not bad. Henry Monteferrant, I was driving back from PA today and I stopped at a rest stop right after the Delaware Water Gap. This is, was on the door to enter. I wonder if it includes the state troopers. You are right. We are the third tier. No weapons allowed beyond this point at the rest area. Again, one more way to screw us in New Jersey. So we have to unsafely de-holster in our car yep. and lock it up so we could go into P and buy a $5 cup of cold coffee right. and walk back out but yes we are the third tier they they hate us by the way henry thank you for the cake and cookies you dropped off by the way thank you for all the customers uh, and supporters gun for hire alumni for the past two weeks have been dropping off pizza cookies cakes for my staff yeah they're all going to have diabetes yeah. <laughs> pretty soon here's a plug for a gun for hire alumni that goes back about thirty-seven thousand years Anthony, just an FYI, I spoke with Dr. Sambatero this morning and dropped your name. I told him we go way back to the start of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society days. In any case, Lisa and I are going to be his two newest patients, and we have high hopes that he can help us manage our health care better as our new primary care physician who advocates for us and with us. Thank you for promoting him. Your trust in him is why I even considered working with him. Thank you for being that iron that sharpens me in the fight. Oh, I love that. Proverbs 27, 17. Uh, so uh, uh, he goes, best regards, Mark Steele. Mark Steele. We've, I've read many letters of Mark Steele on the show over the years. Mark Steele's Gun for Hire alumni from way back in the Belleville days. I'm going to say 15, 16, 17 years ago. Nice. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I love, love, love hearing stuff like that. Uh, let me see. I got, oh my God so much stuff to cover rich m rich m what did he write i'm trying to find it here oh 
Uh, PTC submitted. Uh, nope. Anyway, I can't. I can't. I, I'm so confused lately. Let's talk a little learning stuff before we get this. So TSA broke a record. They confiscated a record number of uh, firearms in uh, Newark Liberty Airport this year. All right. Forty five guns, Sandy. That's almost one a week. How stupid are people? Overall, six thousand guns were confiscated this year. Uh, through all the airports in the United States. And Atlanta had the most <laughs> 400 guns confiscated. <laughs> well, Atlanta is the biggest airport. So. Yeah, but, but, but Newark, I mean, people should know that, you yeah. know. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen, please triple check your bags. I, how many years have I been saying, and I talk in crime proof, don't ever use your range bag as your right. travel bag? Right. Just because Seriously. it's going to react to the explosive. Doesn't cordite uh, react to the explosive detecting swab or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you have to be really careful with this. You know what I mean? You have to be really, really in, uh, careful. So I'm sorry. Now I'm going to go back to Rich M. Rich M and his wife in Ringwood, they applied for the carry permits. His took 35 days. His wife took 14 days. The chief of Ringwood, New Jersey, is pro-gun. Now they're on their way to applying for their uh, their Pennsylvania carry permits. Rich and his wife, Val, are the newest, some of the newest gun-for-hire alumni. I love that. Gun people are truly, truly, truly the best people. Uh, you know, Sandy, people are going back and forth about EMP protectors for the car and everything. Lou Maffi is on the uh, StandStrong.biz EMP shield. He sells, he reps, whole house EMP lighting and surge protection, by the way. So please go on and check. Use the coupon Be Prepared and get a discount. It's a veteran-owned business. So you want an EMP specialist? EMP shield is on standstrong.biz. Do we make it any easier for you guys and girls that are listening out there? Nice post-Christmas gift to buy yourself for you and your family. Uh, Anthony, hopeful as well. I got my uh, CCW permit from Wayne PD, Passaic County, back in October, and I moved to Ramsey in August. Last week, I shot the updated care qual at your place, and I'm curious as to which PD I should notify of my updated qual records. Is it Wayne because they're the one that processed my permit, or Ramsey, who wouldn't have, wouldn't or should have my permit now as part of the process? Thanks and Merry Christmas, Pete K. I didn't know the answer. So we told Pete to reach out to the issuing department. And anyway, he reached out to the New Jersey State Police Firearms Unit. And in short, he has to give the updated qual record to the PD who processed the initial permit application. P.S. Thanks for your help, Pete. So everybody out there listening, if you requalified by December 31st, you have to submit your requal under the care. If you move since then, it has to go to the department that issued your carry permit, not your new town or address, okay? So that's an important one. I didn't know that either, so, you know, let's let's cover that. Uh, here's a good one from uh, a listener named Bora. Question, can I carry in a WA, wild, wild, wildlife area, while, while I'm hunting, my side firearm, CCW with me? Thank you very much, and Merry Christmas. Gary Mastrangelo answered it. No, you cannot. 
Division of Fish and Game prohibits this. In New Jersey, this includes federal and private land as well. I hunt with a handgun in PA. You must have a handgun hunting permit, five bucks good for four years, easy to get. This is good on state game lands and private property and most federal lands. The laws are tricky and vary from area to area. Be careful. Uh, it's more, it's one of our it's part of our lawsuit as sensitive places by the way where we can be able to carry on state and federal lands and and game lands and hunting lands and everything so so hopefully we'll get to that point uh, where you'll be able to carry everywhere I believe we will uh, it's looking good for us in the third circuit and uh, obviously the magban case and the assault weapons case are still percolating through the through the uh, courts the courts are dragging it out slowly but i believe the third circuit and our cases i'm a little biased but i believe the third circuit and our cases stand some of the best chances here and uh, just cross your fingers and toes this is another um, email i got uh, good evening mr Calandro. i know you're a busy man and i'll do my best to keep this short I attended the NRA Basics of Pistol Shooting Sunday the 17th, and it was my first trip to Gun for Hire, but it will not be my last. From the moment I walked through the doors, I felt like royalty. <laughs> the lovely ladies at Concierge greeted me warmly and set me up with the waiver paperwork. I arrived quite, I arrived quite early, and while patiently waiting for the class to begin, Phil walked by and said, Good morning, sir. How are you? And if I was being helped. And I said yes, and I was excited because it was first time to the range. He gave me a tour of the facility. After the tour, he directed me to the classroom and passed me off to Moosey Abrams. I'm sure you're already aware of this, but please let me take a moment to sing Mr. Abrams' praises. His class was not only highly informative, but also very entertaining. His energy level for that early in the morning was refreshing, and his teaching style is absolutely fantastic. He really knows how to work the room. We all had smiles on our faces from ear to ear, a perfect blend of firearm safety, history, manufacturing, basic features, and safe handling. Each one of my classmates had a very had different degrees of familiarity with the subject, and Moosey is a real tactician. The range portion was really fun. I used my brand new Glock 19. Great choice, by the way, Steve. Uh, it was the first time I ever shot it. The RSO, I'm sorry I didn't get his name, a big fella who reminds me of an NFL linebacker. Uh, he walked, in, uh, through the whole, walked me through the whole process and even complimented me on my shooting. I was the last student from the class, but Moosey waited until I was done and took the time to both congratulate me and shake my hand. Again, the gun for hire royal treatment. On the way out, I purchased your book and John Petrolino's as well. Support those who support you. The staff behind the counter took the time to explain the different membership levels and even suggested I get my book autographed. I didn't want to bother you, so I declined. Then I was, as I was saying, one final thank you to the ladies at the front desk. You appeared and so graciously signed my book, uh, my, uh, my copy of Crime Proof. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm in negotiations with my wife about getting a membership. Wish me luck. <laughs> I think that I have convinced her. I've included a few pictures of my gun for hire event, uh, adventure. Hope to see you again very soon. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh, and a safe and happy New Year. Steve M. Uh, from uh, Tom's River. Thank you, Steve. It was a pleasure to meet you and shake your hand. He said it, it was a little starstruck, but uh, I love our uh, gun for hire staff and uh, the, our customers. This is from Olivia. I wanted to start out with the fact that my wife and I are gold members, bought a few guns, participated in basic pistol class, and signed up for a couple more classes in the next couple of months. The staff at Gun for Hire is probably one of the best, if not best, I encountered from every angle. 
starting from gun purchase through range staff, classes, etc. Every single member we talk to has been great. I'm super impressed, and I can drop a long list of names of people I interacted with. Your podcast is also on point. Thanks. Always a pleasure uh, visiting the range, storing classes. Look forward to seeing you again. Leave you. Thank you so much. I love the accolades. I like my staff to hear the accolades, too. Um, it's just a, a great thing uh, to continue to break the narratives. And my last letter is uh, from a Lee um, that he wrote. Hi, Anthony. I hope all is well with you. I just wanted to email you to say what a fantastic time my brother and I had at your range. Phoebe was awesome when we arrived, got us assigned straight in. She showed us around the range, your studio office, and instructed us to Phil. Phil then took us under his wing and explained how things worked. Uh, thank you for both Phoebe and Phil. It felt like we were part of the family, like we had known each other for many years. The range and firearm selection are fantastic, and the service from the staff at the counter and instructions from the range officers was second to none. We got to fire a bunch of guns, but our favorites were the Desert Eagle and the 50 BMG. When we finished, Phil took the time to chat with us about our experience and even recommended a restaurant in Chinatown. He also called us a taxi to get back to Manhattan. Just before we left, we had a chance to speak to Phoebe, and she asked us about our experience and how we felt about the Desert Eagle. Fun to shoot, but not practical, etc. Etc. Thank you so much for giving myself and my brother a signed copy of your book. I look forward to reading it. Phoebe said you will quiz them, uh, quiz us when we return. Yes, I will, Lee. Etc. Etc. So Lee and his brother were supposed to visit uh, from Europe, and then COVID hit, and their trip got put off. It's for years, and they finally got to go here. And unfortunately, I was in Florida when they visited, but I we had been corresponding for almost four years now, Sandy. Cool. And Lee and his brother finally got to get here. Unfortunately, I missed them. But you know what? They got to come, and obviously my staff hooked them up bigly, and I love that. I all want you to remember now, in January, Girls' Night Out is almost sold out. Thursday, January 18th, Girls' Night Out. It's a whopping $30, and it includes Peruvian food. Guys' Night Out is January 25th, and it's a whopping $30, and it includes Italian food. The Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches are January 9th, 16th, and 23rd. Here's one for the book, Sandy, uh, as a learning thing. Head on a swivel everywhere you go, obviously, right? Two men, Caesar P. and Joel Ramon Garcia, were charged with kidnapping a victim in Patterson and drove him to Massachusetts and held him for a $30,000 ransom from the victim's father or they were going to cut his fingers off. Oh. Uh, this gentleman is a business owner and he was perceived to having a large amount of cash, so these two shitbags kidnapped him, put him in the trunk of a car, and drove him to Massachusetts and communicated with his father. They got busted, they got nothing, and now with the federal charges of kidnapping, hopefully they'll go to jail for an awfully long time. They also got them on a gun charge as well. But I'm telling you out there, everybody, you have to have your head on a swivel. You have to be careful and aware of what's going on around you. This guy was probably leaving his business and somebody, two morons, put a gun to his back and they kidnapped him. As a business owner, he should have had a gun hidden and concealed, so he could have, should have returned fire, as I see it. People going to the malls, people shopping, you have to really, really be careful. There's just so many issues to cover in security in our lives. But again, what's our most important tool, Sandy? Our brain, right? Right. 
being aware of what's going on. Nothing pains me more than when Tracy says to me, I'm going to the mall. I'm yeah, like, ugh. I know. Right? Right. So who you never know what is going on. So now so many people are home for this this holiday season, New Year, kids are home from school. It's such a great time to re review all the safety things about, you know, using your brain, getting into an Uber, there's power in numbers, having location services on your phone, using Apple Air Tags or tiles. Am I being tracked by an Apple Air Tag or tile? Watching your drinks, et cetera, et cetera. I know we sound crazy, and I hope a lot of you for Christmas got, you know, fire blankets and fire extinguishers and mace. I just I just ran into a customer the other day, came in from South Jersey. He was in the area. He'd never been here before. Listens to the show. And he came in and he bought a bunch of uh, 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 OC spray for his sisters and his nieces and stuff. These are perfect gifts, but you have to make sure they know how to deploy them. They know how to carry them. They know how to use them because in the bottom of your purse is not going to do any good. And, uh, you know, there's so many weapons that you can make do. You can improvise with a high-lumen flashlight. You can improvise with a tactical pen. You can improvise with a rolled-up magazine. You can improvise with OC spray. You can improvise with a glass breaker, you know, or a seatbelt cutter. There's just so many ways, but if you're not trained in it and you're not alert and you're made aware of it, it's not going to work. And all of you out there, your brain, and you have to train. And again, it's a th it's a thin line that we walk because you don't want to make your your family and, and friends paranoid, or you don't, they don't you don't want to be referred to as the crazy uncle or the crazy dad. I well, get for it. that reason, anyway. Correct, and and I get it, but it's just important, uh, you know. Like Lou Baff and I, we talk about it sometimes. The best way to do it is read an article out loud, out loud. Like, oh look, this person was kidnapped, or oh look, this person was mugged. You know, honey, that's why I tell you all the time to make sure you do this and make sure you do that and check the car before you get in it. You know. I, I believe in spoon feeding, positive reinforcement. You can't just sit somebody down and scare the shit out of them and expect it to work. It's going to have a negative effect. It's like telling your 16-year-old girl, daughter, I don't want you dating that guy. Right, exactly. You might as well just pay right. for them to go out. Right. At that point, you got to kind of let nature run its course when you're training people. You have to use the Jedi mind trick. You have to use covert ways. Sandy, anything you can add to that as a medical uh, guy or a guy who's been around as long as I have? Like no, not, working really. with your wife? <clears throat> well, ooh, yeah, that's tough. Just uh, other than the fact that she's Sicilian and little, but I'm scared crapless out of her. Um, uh, that's. No, there's really nothing else. I think that's pretty much covers it. You have to again. It's 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 baby steps. Yeah, uh, it's baby steps of, of of just instilling in them. And I know we worry about our loved ones twenty four seven as the alpha, male or female, as the sheepdog in the family, uh, as the protector. We have to slowly, because we can't be with our loved ones twenty four seven. I discussed this in Crime Proof ad nauseum eventually they're going to be pushed out of the nest. They're going to be getting in people's cars. They're going to be going to stores. They're going to be going away to school. They're going to be going to concerts. They're going to be going on vacations in the Caribbean and spring break. Oh, my God, I couldn't even imagine having a teenage daughter going to Caribbean on spring break. Anyway, uh, you know, it's our job to train them because we can't keep them hidden and locked in the basement forever, although we'd like to. And we train them really by... Um them observing us too and 
a lot of times I think what helps personally is because you, you know my wife it's just like she's walks around in condition white all the time I mean it just you know and she, and she insists she's aware you know <laughs> yeah um, but getting them involved in that I don't know what you would want to call it ritual whatever whatever we do with the things that we do that we are doing pretty much unconsciously but making them part of it to just say could you do me a favor and just check and make sure that there's nobody in there or did you look around the back or could you did you double check this thing and and i find that you know uh with, with my wife she just she has um more more awareness now than she did, did she did used to have but doesn't really She's not paranoid. She double checks locks and double checks car, you know, the car and everything else and that that sort of thing. And and I do notice she's looking around more. Um, you know, I, I I don't there I don't think there's any magic bullet. You know, I you know driving to Florida and back with Tracy in our Kia Carnival. I was like, you know, hon, I'm I need a second set of eyes. I need a co-pilot, and yeah. I really got her on board with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, really got her to help me. So I'd be like, you know, the GPS says, you know, we're going to get off this exit. And you know, a lot of times the GPS is lag, right? Right. I'm like, I just need you to, you know, be a set of set eyes so I don't miss the driveway and we have to make 47 U-turns to get back, you know? Right. And and it helps a lot. You know, like we both had keys to the van and when we went to rest areas, we would pass off with Rex. Like she'd stay with Rex and I'd go pee and get a cup of coffee and then she would go out. And, I, and you know, I'd be like, we have to lock the door behind us because so, we, we talked about this last week. But it, you have to do it slowly but surely. And so a lot of times you can approach, especially your kids, like, you know, dad needs help. Mom right. needs yeah. help. yeah. You know, I, I need you to back me up on this. Right. You know, put your phone in your purse or put your phone in your pocket for just 10 minutes and work with me on this. And believe it or not, through osmosis, they'll start doing that with mm -hmm. their kids when they're older. Yeah. That's, I find myself doing shit that I learned when I was a kid from parents and mentors right. and everything, right. right? So it will happen, but you can't give up on it. And you have to try different angles. And usually the indirect angles are the way to do it I, I i agree with that i i think so i think just really by them observing what you're doing it just automatically sinks in yeah you know but you have to the, sometimes they're not observing you know they're 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 distracted with something else so you have to force them to observe it but yeah. so by asking right. you to back them up Mm -hmm. You know, I need backup on this. My eyes aren't what they used to be. Blah, right. blah, blah. But whatever, right. whatever. You right. have, even if you have to lie a little bit, you know right. what I mean? Just to get them, just to get them on board. It's, it's highly effective, I find. And, uh, you know, Tracy was a tremendous help for me because usually I'm the alpha male. I take care of all the security. When I was married previously and I had stepchildren whenever we traveled, you know, my wife handled the, 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 the wife duties, so lack for lack of a better term, and I handled the you know sheep herding duties, and but I was in my thirties and forties, you know now I'm in my sixties, right? And 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 it's and, and I you know I ain't what I used to be. None of us are. So by having her backing me up, it helps out tremendously. 
And that's what we all have to do. And believe it or not, it'll, you know, Eric, I know you're listening out there from Wayne. You're going to get your wife in here shooting eventually. It it will happen. You just have to continue to to follow our lead and continue to instill what's going on in this world. And with that, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Next week, our show will be taping on New Year's Eve. We will be ringing in 2020, what is it, 2020,000. And uh, it's uh, it's interesting where, where our country's headed. So God bless America, and thank you all for listening, and have a safe and happy Happy, yes. It looks like you've done it again. Even on uh, Christmas Eve, you've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music is broadcast. is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Okay, half of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which today, if you run in and get it, you will find the store closed. But you can come right after the holidays and pick up a copy and just pretend you bought it before to give us a gift. We love you guys. He did mention it this week. Uh, from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama, 75 degrees and sunny right now. Uh, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus carries in the banner. Hold out. We will see you again next week.